everybody, and welcome back once again to Learn English with Teachify. I'm Lewis. Hello, I'm guys. Will. It's Mickey. Up. You're always talking. For, why do you always talk at the same time as me? <laughs> it's because he said like this, and then on my screen that pointed to me. Uh, well, so. on my screen it pointed to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, apologies for that um false start um i'm lewis this is will and this is mickey um hello mickey how are you today yeah i'm good i'm good i mean me, me and will are a little bit out of sync we keep clashing at the moment but uh <laughs> we're okay um yeah i'm all right actually it's a nice day sunny day how are you Right. Um, it's actually a cloudy day here, and the other day it was snowing, and uh, it was snowing quite heavily for like an hour. It settled a little bit, and then the next day it started raining. But today, apparently, it's going to snow again, and I get really excited because I'm like, "Oh, it's snowing! How beautiful! I want to go for a walk in a park." I know it's sad, but it's the truth. It is. Not if you so, if you know it, then that's great. That's yeah, yeah. the point. <laughs> And uh, Will, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, I'm very excited because I have a new reality television show to watch, which Mickey turned me on to. Uh, and it was, uh, and I, I don't know the name, and I don't think Mickey knows either, but it's called The Trust, A Game of uh -huh. Trust. Or a Game of Greed. The Trust, A Game of Greed, I think it is. There you are. And uh, yeah, and I'm always happy when there's reality television in my life, Lewis. So uh, as I believe you are as well. Uh, so I think everyone yeah. can understand this. Um, I can't remember on. the last time I watched a reality TV program. It was like Big Brother like 15 years ago. Oh, hang on. No, wait, wait. That's a lie. Actually, <laughs> I did watch uh, Selling, Selling the OC, Orange County. Uh -huh. That was pretty good. Probably my favourite reality TV show, actually. I might watch it Sounds again. Sounds fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess that is our guilty pleasure, that we like watching bad reality TV. Um, but that's not the topic of today's podcast. Today we're going to be speaking about travel, but focusing more on the travel industry, whilst going over some travel-related phrasal verbs and finishing with some travel idioms. Uh, so uh, let's kick off. Um, Mickey, uh, what are the pros and cons of traveling off the beaten track? Oh, do you know what? I... Are you okay? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I sounded so enthusiastic to answer that question. Yeah, no, wow. Sorry. I, uh, so off the beaten track, firstly. <laughs> I really don't want to be here, do you? <laughs> that, that, sound, that sound perfectly describes how I feel sometimes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, off the beaten track, firstly, what does off the beaten track mean? Uh, what does it mean, sorry? So off the beaten track is not your typical tourist destinations. They're kind of more local, uh, less developed, less built areas maybe that you would go to visit because you want to have an authentic experience. Um, mm -hmm. So that would be travelling off the beaten track, in my opinion. Would that be is that fair to say? Would you agree yeah, with that? Yeah, perfect. Off the beaten track is away from the places where you have lots of tourists, where lots of tourists go. So it's kind of a unique uh, trip going uh, away from the traditional uh tourist industry areas perfect so my opinion on it 
I I think firstly it depends largely on where you're going to, uh, if it's a safe country or if it's uh, a dangerous country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also think actually it's funny because it reminds me of, I've got a friend where I am now who lives in Malaga, and he is always in the tourist places, always loves it, always. And I said to him, why don't you go? Like he's in Spain, he's been living in Spain, and I ask him, I say, why don't you go to like more authentic places, like more Spanishy places? And his response, which I kind of understand now, was, I like to live in Spain, but I'm English. I like to be able to speak English when I'm in Spain. Also, you know, be around Spanish people. He said, but also I like to be in holiday destinations he said, because I'm surrounded by happy people. Because everybody comes there, they're on holiday, they're always happy, they're always smiling. So I feel like I'm always on holiday, but I actually live on holiday. And I was like... Is that just an excuse? But it actually makes a little bit of sense, I think, in my opinion. I, I I kind of agree with that. So when he travels and when he goes places, he always goes to quite touristy places because he likes to feel like he's, you know, everybody's happy. There's a vibrant energy around. So I kind of agree with that. I think, as you guys know, I've spent the last year in Southeast Asia and I've done some of the off-the-beaten-track travel experiences. But I have to admit, I am a little bit of a snob. I like nice things. <laughs> like, I like nice things, and the nice things you get are in the tourist areas most of the times. It's nice right. to do day trips. Um, but yeah, I prefer uh, more touristic locations, I would say. I like makes to, you I happy, like right? You're you know, surrounded by happy people. I'm surrounded by happy people, yeah. I've done the backpacking thing. I've lived in caravans. I've lived in tents. I've slept in the streets. I've slept in train stations. And I'm not about that anymore. I like hotels. I like champagne. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. Um, pretty clear. I guess this is why uh, Mickey's initial reaction was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on to another question. Uh, Will, I'll ask you one. Um, how do you think technology is changing the way we travel? I would have enjoyed this question more personally. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking about it. uh, Is it changing that much? I mean, for me, I remember when I was young, uh, not before the internet, but more or less, where everyone everyone would always go to travel agencies. uh, And then basically, oh, hello, travel agencies. Um, But then... Uh, the internet started coming in and people started directly booking villas or hotels via uh, the websites. But honestly, apart from apps and things like that, it hasn't really changed. But I guess, uh, I don't know, I'm sure there's uh, traveling backpackers, applications, uh, what's it called, couch surfer or something like that? Oh, yeah. Is that or something like that? Couch surfing. Yeah, I think think it has changed quite a lot personally because I remember when I was 19 and I went away traveling, like Facebook was, Facebook existed, like Instagram didn't exist, Facebook existed. And I remember like having to go to a cyber cafe. Yes. To upload a really crappy picture. By crappy, I mean Uh poor quality. Crappy picture. And it would take like 20 minutes for it to upload just so I could have it on my, and I was like, so to fit, like, I feel like I spent less time kind of on the phone, on the internet, using Google Maps, for example. Like you had to have a physical map and it was, it made it more of an adventure, I feel. 
And you also were forced to have to ask people for directions instead of just relying on a map. So you had your social interactions were much more frequent um, without technology, for sure, because you had to ask that you had no option. Yeah, true. Yeah, that that, that is true, I guess. What about yeah. your experience, though? Because you've travelled quite a lot and you've been travelling quite a few years. Like, So you've obviously seen the increase in technology and apps as well when you've been travelling. Yeah, I think um, just you mentioning that, I, that reminded me of when I was in Italy doing my Erasmus, which wasn't that long ago. It was in 2014, like nine years ago. And I remember going to like uh, cyber cafes and computer cafes whenever I was traveling because I didn't have an iPhone. Uh, iPhones existed, but I had kind of resisted them up until that point. And then as soon as that did, yeah, yeah. was over. Oh, yeah. Of course you, you, you decided to make your life extremely difficult because <laughs> you don't, well, well, technology, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not an early adopter. Uh, I, I think this is why these guys are cracking up. That's why they're laughing. Um, but no, I guess that is one of the, these things that applications in, without any doubt have made things easier for us to be able to travel around, to know where we're going. Um, other than that, I guess it's true that we did maybe make the most of our time more um, before technology came around because we would be more adventurous and uh, we wouldn't be on our phones quite as often. So maybe you'd speak to strangers and people you didn't know. Um, apart from that, I was thinking of other things that like activities, I guess, are different nowadays. Um, with uh, some kind of virtual reality games and stuff you can do when you travel. And another big thing uh, more recently is the impact of uh, choosing where to eat out. So uh, mm -hmm. there are companies like TripAdvisor, for example, uh, that you can trust uh, whenever you are in a new city and you're just like, okay, the best restaurants in Bilbao, for example. And nowadays it's so easy to find these places. Maybe 10 or 20 years ago, you'd have to do it based on word of mouth, based on what people told you. Um, so I guess it's just a lot easier nowadays, but perhaps less exciting as a result. Mm. But do you, do you, I mean, I do this now quite a lot when I go to a place like, because, you know, you go to a place and you know the restaurants or because you've looked them up on Google Maps or TripAdvisor or, you know, maybe somebody's even recommended it to you. But even when I go to a new country or a new city, I always try to find because I love coffee, I always find the coffee shop, the one that I like, and I would go to that one every day while I'm on that area, while I'm in that area. But then you ask them, I'd be like, where's the best place to eat for you? Like I ask, I always ask one of the locals, like where's the best place? Where do you go to eat here? And then I would try that restaurant, like because I feel that's my uh, that's my way of getting my authentic side in. Maybe so I don't feel so bad of being... When you're travelling off the beaten track. Off the beaten track, yeah. Which I don't do anymore. I'm done with beaten tracks. I like Champagne only. <laughs> oh, perfect um okay now uh, i've asked you two a couple of questions um will pick a question the ball is in your court okay i feel uh I, i'm gonna choose a really good question okay because i feel that it affected everyone uh lewis how has the pandemic oh. reshaped the travel industry and traveler behaviors um, to be honest, I don't really think it has. Um, 
because of course during the pandemic uh, it changed the way we traveled in a certain way because we had to do the tests to make sure that we didn't have covid we had to wear the face masks all the time uh, there'd always be someone with some kind of like uh, sanitizing gel to be able to wash your hands as well but these were just the little things that at the end of the day didn't change that much of our actual behavior um you could argue maybe that nowadays people perhaps avoid large groups of people slightly more than they used to because of that experience but that's definitely not my case um and i'd say to be honest that after being locked down uh, for like 2 years during the pandemic everybody's just grateful to be out and traveling and living again so you could say that maybe people travel even more nowadays because of that experience of being uh, locked up at home and dreaming about going to different places um i'd say yeah the pandemic has had no real long-term effects in my opinion at least what are prices have gone up yeah i was going to say i think post pandemic i think uh, there's a big thing of people about the big reset with tourism like an opportunity to to change tourism to make it a bit more sustainable because let's be honest it it's a bit crazy in some cities the tourists and the local people that used to do that have been pushed out like so there was a an opportunity there like a window of opportunity for tour companies or airline companies and hotels and airbnbs to kind of rethink about how they're implementing tourism to make it a bit more sustainable but obviously no they didn't they just wanted as many people as quick as possible and at the highest price possible so i feel like the prices have gone up quite a lot now because a lot of these companies are trying to make uh, back some a lot of the money that they would have lost during that period of time i don't know if it will come down at any point soon but tourism and the cost of uh, travel and hotels and airbnbs and restaurants has definitely gone up um will you're nodding away Yeah I was going to ask you both uh what your experience is when you go to a city do you prefer an airbnb or a hotel and have you noticed a difference in price because originally airbnb was much cheaper but now it seems actually it's more it's more or less yeah. similar I know what you mean and I was just thinking about the impact of airbnb on different cities as well um nowadays to be honest uh, at least if I'm only going for a weekend away or I'm going on like a proper holiday of like uh, 100% relaxing and not working whilst I'm there then I prefer hotels um absolutely 100% um because I mean you don't have to clean uh, you're going with the idea of eating out as much as possible anyway so you don't really need a kitchen um it's more comfortable uh, usually I think nowadays they're cheaper as well Um there are a lot more deals with hotels uh than Airbnbs. Airbnbs used to be quite a bit uh cheaper. Um but nowadays I think the price is more or less the same and possibly even more expensive than hotels. Um and I you don't agree, have that agree, yeah. guarantee of like the quality and the cleanliness. Uh sometimes the, there are a limited number of options too. So you've got to pick and choose between a bunch of bad places to stay. whereas with hotels you've got hotels everywhere with so many more rooms and it's just more convenient uh Mickey you said you agree yeah i i agree because uh, i move around quite a lot so i tend to if i book an airbnb it would be for a month minimum because you get quite a big discount can be like 30 35% sometimes discount on a monthly price 
Um, but even those prices have gone up quite a lot now over the last few years, definitely. But I do the same as you. Like if I'm going for a short period of time, if it's for a week or three days or four days, then I do compare both sites like booking.com and, and Airbnb. And I think you're right. I think most of the time actually booking is probably cheaper and you also get the added quality of hotel style service, um, which is crazy. But I think, I don't know. I think I think it will get to a point like in, in the year or so that I think people are just going to be like, that's it, I'm done. I'm not paying these prices anymore. So then it will all come back down a little bit because it's. I think it is getting to a point where it's becoming inaffordable for a lot of people. Mm. But, oh, good stuff. Now, uh, moving on from that, um, let's continue the discussion, but now with some phrasal verbs hidden into the questions. Um, so, Will. What's the most interesting place you have looked around or wandered around during your travels? Oof. Oh, that's... Okay, so not necessarily the destination, but the actual place that kind of... In yeah. I'm going to say this, and I... <laughs> I, I I wouldn't I would the most interesting place would probably be in uh I, th I think it was Rabat in um uh, mm -hmm. in the Medina uh the the central marketplace because it was absolutely crazy it was just I did not understand uh, how people could find our way in there and I remember <laughs> I remember specifically, we parked the car. There was a group of about five of us. And then this little boy came up to us and was like, oh, what's your, what's your hotel? What's your hotel? And we gave him the name. He said, oh, follow me. And I just remember everyone following this little boy. And I was thinking, guys, is this really a good idea? And anyway, this little boy helped us through this crazy maze with tiny streets and, you know, little shop. It was very, uh, very different to the usual Occidental experience. And the uh, and then at the end, I remember everyone walking into the uh, thing, into the hotel, and the little boy was expecting some money, which he deserved, by the way, uh -huh. because there's no way we would have got it. And everyone just walked past him going, no, 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 sorry, no. So I gave him, I think I gave him some euros or something. <laughs> but, I, mean, uh, I bet he appreciated it. <laughs> well, I, he he earned his money. I mean, he did something that Google Maps couldn't help us with in this uh, situation. So, yeah, I think that was the most interesting place, actually, the Medina. Uh, I I looked at the favelas in Rio, but I, I never went in uh, because no? I'm not crazy. Uh, but, uh, yeah, those two places, I would say. the uh, but Yeah, they, they were a good place. I looked around and it was interesting. But now, my question. All right. Uh, Mickey, Let, let's let's see the reaction. <laughs> see, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the worst question for you. Oh no, actually, I I know you've travelled a lot, so you must have had this. Have you ever experienced a delayed takeoff? Uh, so, um, have... do you know what? I think I've been very fortunate to not have experienced a delayed takeoff. What? Have I? No, come on. I've Come on. No, I don't this think I have. Is... I can't remember. I can't I remember. Your flights have never been delayed. No, I trust the system. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, 
but I don't think I've had a delayed flight. I tell you, I, I've just there is something that does spring to mind. It wasn't so much a delayed takeoff, but it, well, kind of. I was uh, I was flying out of uh, Bangkok and I was waiting for my flight. So I went to the gate and there were some seats. So I sat down waiting for my flight to well to board and then to take off. And I thought, okay, while I'm there, I'm waiting. I can see the gate. I will do some work. So I opened my laptop and I started working. And then I looked and I was like, where is the flight gone? So I spoke to the lady and I was like, where's the flight? And she said, where are you going? And I said, oh, to this place. And she said, oh, you've just missed it. It's gone. I said, what do you mean? I said, I was sitting here. I was literally in front. People were waiting and I was working. I got so in sucked the into my that the people boarded, the flight left in front of me. And I didn't even realize but they were very friendly. They said, go to the office. There's another flight in two hours. We can transfer you onto that. Zero costs. Not like Ryanair, where they have your pants down every time you need to make a change. Uh, so I hadn't missed or had a delay plane takeoff. But more, I missed the plane. So I delayed my own takeoff, let's say. That's, that was. But I'm almost disappointed you didn't get the stressful experience of missing the flight with Ryanair. Because oh, no, that would have been the worst experience. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, my first thought was like, okay, well, if the flight's not till tomorrow, it's fine. I can just book a place for a night. I can go back, sleep, wake up, come back, no problem. Uh, but yeah, they were like, oh no, this, this flight's going like every couple of hours. They were like, we'll just put you on the next one, Perfect. which Obviously. is actually the same airline. I went to the airport to book a, to get a catch a flight, and they couldn't find my booking details. And I was like, are you sure? Showed them the ticket, and then we realised I'd booked it for a month in advance. <laughs> So oh my God. I was on the same date, but the wrong month. And they were like, oh, no, it's fine. There's another flight. They said, just come back in a moment. And I went back and they were like, oh, see that guy just left a minute ago. He said, I said, yeah. She was like, oh, he just had to cancel his flight. So there's a spare seat on this plane. Do you want it? And I said, yes, please. So and there was no extra charge. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm actually quite lucky in airports, actually. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> I can't believe that you've never had a delayed flight. Like, because no, every that. time I fly, it's always delayed. And I was actually really, really excited when I uh, came fly back. Fly business because... class. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, do you fly business class? I'm joking. <laughs> no way. Never. But I got a flight that actually took off on time uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I couldn't believe it because I'm so used to traveling with Ryanair. And I'm so used to knowing that it's always going to be an hour late. Even if it doesn't say delayed, it will still take off at least half an hour late. And then it's quite common as well, where you'll see just when you're about to board and you're about to get on the plane, they'll say, oh, delayed two hours later. And two hours isn't enough to claim compensation. It has to be three hours or more. So mm. Ryanair, they know what they're doing. Deliberately delaying flights, just, just uh, enough or not quite enough to be able to uh, pay out uh, compensation. Yeah, because I, I think the airline, they bid, they bid, don't they bid for like the takeoff and airspace and priority with taking off and landing? So if the company, the airline company is like a smaller budget one, they have less priority. Like if there's a small delay, so they need to try and fit in the plane taking off among other airline companies, then depending on the value and the, the priority that, that airline company has depends how quickly it will land. And because Ryanair has low priority it means you have to wait a long time because there's other airline companies that will push ahead of you i did not know that me neither yeah, i think I read, I read or watched something about that please fact check that <laughs> <laughs> could be completely wrong sounded good but it could be wrong 
ChatGPT. Who knows? Who knows? Can you trust Mickey? No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, awesome. Wow. Okay. Um, I think we should uh, finish off by doing the usual and teaching three uh, idioms related to a topic of travel. Uh, so I'll kick off, and uh, my idiom is to hit the road. To hit the road. And um, what does hit the road mean? If you hit the road, uh, you leave. Um, so, for example, I'm at a party and I'm just finishing off my beer. And then I turn over to uh, my friend and I say, hey, mate, should we hit the road? Should we leave? So to hit the road is to leave. Simple. Well, your turn. I like that one. And it's I always find it quite difficult to explain that as well. Hit the road. And I always think of the song Hit the Road, Jack. Hit the road, Jack. Okay, I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose an expression which, honestly, I don't really understand the relationship between uh, travel and this expression, but I like it. And it's a breath of fresh air. Okay, uh, and it's mm. <laughs> now I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> I, I, I thought my connection froze for a second. I was like, it's. And then you didn't move at all. <laughs> Breath of fresh air. Uh, I just realized that uh, I'm going to have to use an, uh, an example. And maybe one of you two can actually explain the meaning of it. Uh, but for example... Uh... Um, well, just for your reference and for future reference, um, for those Read of you who are watching or listening, um, in, in the chat of the Zoom where we are recording this, um, we have all of the meanings below. <laughs> Not above. And now right, he's no. reading it. <laughs> it's a just, breath of fresh air right <laughs> I, said, I was reading the meaning above it and i was thinking that's not the, that's not what it means <laughs> so it confused me okay uh yeah so a breath of fresh air when something is is new uh and I don't know, new, not necessarily exciting, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to read it. <laughs> Something that uh, maybe is... <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, dear. Um, maybe <laughs> Will should stop teaching. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, let's say, for example, uh, something you you watch uh, every day on television or something, you have... <laughs> You have your routine and everything is I think <laughs> someone he's, else goes. he's he's lost the plot. Um Will has lost the plot. Um meaning plot. that he's he's gone mad. He's gone crazy. He's lost, you could also say, his train of thought. If someone loses their train of thought, it means they forget what they were explaining, saying, or thinking. So Will has lost his train of thought, uh, trying to explain the idiom, a breath of fresh air, which is something new, exciting and refreshing. I could say that uh, we have uh, a new teacher uh, at uh, Teachify and uh, it's so nice to have a new member of the team. It's such a breath of fresh air. Do you know what? That's exactly the same example that I was going to give, Lewis. It turns oh, really? out... Will, you're a bit rusty. You might need some teaching hours. Just putting it out there. <laughs> um, I'm going to move on with... Well, I'm going to explain the last one that I did uh, previously in the podcast, which was to off to or to be off the beaten track. 
which is to be in a less touristic area. Okay, so we did that one earlier. And another one is to travel light. Now, I am a light traveler. I have one bag, very limited clothes, and I have very limited possessions, just the important or essential things for me to live and work remotely. So I travel light. There is your expression. And that's it. Before Will ruins this whole 30 So efficient, so effective, Nikki. Maybe you should start teaching again. Do you know what? <laughs> I think I might have to pick, put the, pick the tools back up because someone needs to around here, you know? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I think on that note, uh, we should call it a day um, and we need to hit the road and leave. Um, so thank you so much for listening or watching to this episode all about travel and the industry of travel. Um, of course, uh, if you're watching us on uh, YouTube, don't forget to uh, like this video and subscribe to the channel for more. And if you're listening just on Spotify, then uh, check out the YouTube channel. Perfect. Thank you so much. And don't forget to teachify your life. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.